This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Every single time I look up on my TV, they're showing the video of Odell Beckham Jr. Instagramming himself, actually. Buckling his seatbelt in a plane. <laughs> he is a goofball, but at least he doesn't get arrested for throwing a shoe at someone's head. So there's that. At least he only proposes to kicking nets. A little bit eccentric he is, but he's not throwing shoes at the mother of his children. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Your game of the week. What is it? Week 13 in the NFL. I suppose if we were doing this poll before Thursday Night Football, some of you would have pointed to Patriots hosting the Bills. Started out relatively competitive, but once the Bills found their stride and started those long marches where they controlled the ball, it culminated really the the pinnacle of their ball control strategy. 15 plays, 94 yards, 8 minutes and 55 seconds for one touchdown. <laughs> do you know there are some teams that could probably do three touchdown drives in the span of that eight minutes and 55 seconds? The Chiefs, they have a quick strike ability. The Eagles, they can hit you hard and quick. Eight minutes and 55 seconds. The defense barely knows which way is up after eight minutes and 55 seconds. And the Patriots are struggling to put points on the board. Not a whole lot of downfield activity outside of the very first touchdown drive for them. So Marcus Jones breaking new ground in his career seemingly every week. And, of course, that works when you're a rookie. That was it. None of the old reliables or the offensive familiars for the New England Patriots. So they've got work to do. Although Bill Belichick was in no mood to talk about it. We'll hear from him coming up. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, our show Twitter is After Hours CBS. No Patriots bills, but four games that feature teams with winning records. Four games that pit 
winning teams against one another. We've had entire weekends in the NFL in which there have only been one, two games <laughs> that pit teams with winning records. That's not the case this weekend. Jets at the Vikings. I know, I know. But you're talking about two teams with designs on winning their divisions. Vikings could sleepwalk through the rest of the NFC North schedule now and would likely still win the division. Though it's not over until we hear the fat man sing. Sorry, Santa. They've got a 9-2 record atop the North. Lions are the next closest team at 4-7. and seven. So, yes, a five-game lead in the NFC North with six weeks to go <laughs> should be good enough. Still, they want to be battle-tested. They want to be ready for what's to come in the playoffs. The Jets are 7-4. and four. And while they now sit in third place in the AFC East, that's because they haven't gotten on the field yet. I actually picked up, I never thought I would say this, I picked up a Jets receiver on waivers in my fantasy league this week. Because, A, the Vikings give up a lot of passing yards. The Patriots offense looked Downfield and productive against the Vikings. B, Mike White's now throwing the rock. Mike White. (laughs) C, believe it or not, this is a relatively good team. I know with Zach Wilson, they struggled. There were times where they they couldn't really employ the passing game. And once they lost Brees Hall, the running game took a bit of a step back. Strangely enough, James Robinson the running back for whom they traded with the Jaguars is now kind of complaining about his lack of a role with the Jets. He was inactive last week, which is odd. They're kind of cycling running backs through and counting on that offensive line. The Jets have a lot to play for. They're actually in a battle, not just for a division, but a very stiff battle and a stiff war in the AFC for potential wild cards. So Jets and Vikings is one of the options. Never thought we'd say that. Other options, the Eagles with the best record in the NFL against the Titans, who are a division leader, and last year were the number one seed out of the AFC. We've also got the Dolphins and the 49ers, and I'm really looking forward to this game for a variety of reasons. Seems like half the Niners have now migrated southeast to Miami. All this game will be in the Bay Area. So a cool reunion, specifically for Mike McDaniel, who really owes his coaching opportunity to Kyle Shanahan, to the Niners system, and now he gets to face his former team. I will do everything in my power to make it um, another game because I think that should be the objective of any head coach uh, is that, you make it about the players, and I, I really stray away from um, making anything about me. I just don't believe in it. I have a very high opinion of the the 49ers franchise and players, coaches, staff members. Um, you know, I have a lot of love for anybody that I, that I work with, especially for um, that that extended period of time. It will be odd for a second for sure to be in a different locker room or pulling up um, uh, on the bus in a weird area or um, being on a different sideline 
for for a second. I, I I'm assuming just odd as an abnormal. <laughs> I love that he clarifies what odd means. In case you were thinking there might be multiple definitions of odd, he wants you to know when he says odd, he means abnormal. It'll be odd as in abnormal. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. You hear that sometimes from athletes and not just NFL. Athletes who change teams, change leagues, change conferences, whatever it is, and then they go back to their former arenas, fields, courts, and they're in the visitor's locker room. I'll see you later. (laughs) So this should be really interesting. Now Mike McDaniel has a quarterback that he trusts, that he believes in, who clearly is developing with his unconventional methods, his unconventional offenses, or offensive sets and schemes, plans and ideas. He's very creative. That was the word I kept hearing over and over when he was hired in Miami. Extremely creative. Unconventional was another word I heard about Mike McDaniel and his style. Tua has clearly grown and benefited from the relationship. But also they've got Jeff Wilson now, who became the number one back for Miami almost instantly as soon as they traded for him. Raheem Mostert's been banged up some, but his numbers have definitely seen a decline since Jeff Wilson got on board, got there. They traded for Bradley Chubb. The defense has played extremely well. Not only traded for him, but gave him a a large contract extension. The defense has played a lot better. Defense, the offensive line. His team is coming together and gelling as a real contender. Not just for the AFC East and a challenger for the Buffalo Bills, but also for a Super Bowl run. I'm not saying they're going. I'm just saying they are a contender. (laughs) Last night we had a caller who accused me of saying the Eagles weren't for real or asking the question of whether or not the Eagles were for real. It's amazing what people hear. And I know when most people have the radio on, they're not staring at it, focusing only on the radio. Some of you maybe, but I hear from a lot of people. I'm driving while I'm listening. I'm at work while I'm listening. I'm sleeping or attempting to sleep while I listen. So I get it. Very often radio turns into background noise. And so you don't necessarily hear the context or the beginning of a sentence or the answer. Sometimes this is this is me, though, and I've been listening to radio for as long as I can remember. I've been a radio junkie since I was a teenager. For me, what happens so often, and it blows me away. I will turn on the radio for a specific reason. To hear an interview, to hear a game, to hear the weather, to hear the traffic when I'm in the car. And then my brain will will be occupied with something else. I'll start thinking about something else and all of a sudden the traffic's over and I had no idea what he said. Or the weather's done and I have no idea what she told me. Because I so quickly, my brain can go to something else. And so last night a guy called and accused me of asking the question of whether or not the Eagles are for real. And and it wasn't me. I was reading a question from someone else, but I quickly answered the question and said, that's already been answered. Anyway, it's kind of funny. 
So yeah, don't think that I'm saying that. Just kind of throwing it out there. So we've got Jets, Vikings, Titans, Eagles, Dolphins, 49ers, and then your last option, a rematch of last year's AFC championship game. Although this time it's in Cincinnati. The Kansas City Chiefs, the Cincinnati Bengals. It was Cincinnati who prevailed to get to the Super Bowl a year ago. But we know what the Chiefs have done already this season. So there's a lot of great matchups. I kind of like the fact that they're outside conferences in many cases and outside divisions. It gives us some juicy pollination. No idea why that word popped into my brain. Strange. Earlier on Thursday, I used the word circuitous. (laughs) And Jay decided he was going to use it in a sentence on Thursday. Did you? Did you impress your friends by popping it into a group text? I don't think I did, actually, but I remember the word. Thank you, so did. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, it's, I got to do that. I remember that one. I like that one. I'm sure they will wonder who you are and who took your phone from you. Why is that? I have good vocabulary. My diction is outstanding. Your diction is? Diction For, and vocabulary are not the same things. What's, what's a diction? Diction exactly. is how, how you, you pronounce, pronounce right? words, yeah. yes. Well, that's good, too, but. Is it? <laughs> no. I, love, I already forgot the word we were talking about. Come on, Jay. It was new to Sir, Sir Cuciary. <laughs> I forgot it. I just forgot yes, it. Yes, that's exactly it. It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, so find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS, or on our Facebook page. Uh, we did not say, we did talk about it, but we did not give you the option of Browns-Texans as a game of the week. Now, I do think there's a lot of interest around it because of the return of Deshaun Watson, but no, we did not give you that option because it's two teams with losing records. The Texans legit have the worst record in the NFL and are the worst team in the NFL, and Deshaun Watson hasn't played in 700 days, though there'll be plenty of eyeballs on his return. I just want to say I'm excited to be back. Uh, I'm excited to be back around my teammates. I also want to thank the Browns organization, the ownership, uh, my teammates in the locker room, all the coaching staff for all the support that they had for me, uh, especially my time away. Just trying to whatever I can do to to play football in in 2022. So, you know, most of the the settlement stuff with the NFL was mostly my agency and legal team. I had no control. Uh, My main focus was doing everything I need to do so I can play this year. Deshaun Watson speaks for the first time in nearly four months publicly. And he did acknowledge that reporters have a lot of questions. He did acknowledge that there are plenty of things that people want to know. They want to hear from him. But he's not giving up any of that. I understand that you guys have, uh, you know, a lot of questions. um, But with my legal team and my clinical team, um, there's only football questions that I can really address at this time. Clinical team. Do you think that refers to the counseling that he's going through? Clinical as in psychological? Clinical as in psychiatric? Because that is part of what he has to do to be reinstated is go through counseling and different training courses. That was part of the NFL stipulations because if you remember the independent arbitrator, she said very plainly in her ruling that she believed that he did everything he was accused of. She believed the accusations were true, 
more than two dozen women who've accused him of sexual assault and, and misconduct during massage sessions, she said he's a predator. She actually identified him as that. Her issue with not assigning him a longer suspension was that the NFL had established no precedent that way, and she couldn't just, well, the NFL couldn't just make up rules in the case of Deshaun Watson where all of their previous precedents had called for a six to eight game ban for these types of accusations. He was away from the game for multiple months. And as I say, had to complete various requirements to be able to return to the game. So Deshaun Watson certainly had plenty of time for reflection Sean, part of your agreement with the league was to undergo counseling and therapy while you were away. What did you learn about yourself during that time, and how do you apply that to now and moving forward? Um, you know, I, I respect your question. I understand, but that's that's more in that phase of clinical and, and legal stuff. And uh, you know, I've been advised to, you know, stay away from that and keep that personal. Nice. That's helpful. Convenient. I've been advised not to talk about anything except for football. What about the crowd in Houston, though? What do you expect from the fans that used to cheer and chant your name? I'm focusing on just being the starting quarterback and executing the game plan. That's my main focus. I'm not uh, you know, worried about the atmosphere. i got to go in and, and make sure I execute the game plan. In other words, don't ask him anything about anything except for football. Though he did have some positive words to say about Houston. I still have friends and family that, that's still in Houston. The relationships are still there. People, some of the players on the team, you know, I play with are seeing, you know, come up from, you know, maybe practice squad or from injuries. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to get in front of all those fans. I have so much love for the city of, of Houston and H-Town and everyone in that city pretty much knows that. Uh, so I'm excited to do that. But, you know, the most important thing is, you know, I'm excited to be in front of the Cleveland Browns fans for sure. 700 days since he last played a game that mattered, not preseason action. And remember, there wasn't a whole lot of preseason work for him with Cleveland anyway because the goal was to get Jacoby Brissett ready. And I admire how Jacoby handled his business through the offseason, through preseason and training camp. He always knew that he was keeping the seat warm. And yet... He gave it absolutely everything he had, certainly won over a locker room, and now is in a support role unless Deshaun should get hurt. Last we saw him in the preseason, he looked rusty. He looked like he hadn't played football in a long time. And as I say, now it's been about 22 months. Honestly, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't, this is my first time having time off. So my biggest focus is just going out there. Um, and just really, whatever Kevin calls, make sure I'm executing and taking it one play at a time and let the game come to me, not pressing or anything like that. Deshaun Watson returns for the Cleveland Browns, though we did not put Browns and Texans as one of the options in our Game of the Week poll. If you would like to vote for the After Hours Game of the Week, you can certainly find us on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, or you can take our poll that's on Twitter, After Hours CBS. Man, there's so much to get to, but you may have been with us last night 
when we played a snippet of Patrick Peterson, who's now with the Vikings, the Vikings cornerback. Wait, did I say Vikings? Vikings, yes. Okay. All these names, locations, games, weeks, they run together. At least I didn't call it a basketball. I was talking about the football earlier. I think I did say that. Didn't I say that uh, this week sometime? I was talking about a basketball instead I said a football. Talking about a football, I think you said basketball. No, I don't know, though. Are you sure? Yeah, because I I hit the Kyrie drop touching the pumpkin. Oh, touching the pumpkin. Because, well, maybe I was making an analogy there. What happens to me this time of the year is I start dreaming about football. It's really pathetic. Go ahead. Make fun of me. It's either that or if I watch Star Wars, I dream about Star Wars. I dream about Star Wars. That'd be okay. It's a bit of a fantasy anyway. So, just want to be sure. You all remember Patrick Peterson talking about Kyler Murray. The fact that Kyler's all about Kyler. He doesn't give up anything. You know what about anybody else. He's all about Kyler. Matter of fact. (laughs) And he also said that Cliff Kingsbury would end up being the scapegoat without a doubt. Well, he had to speak, not just on his podcast, but with microphones in front of his face and people staring at him on Thursday. You'll hear from the former Kyler Murray teammate straight ahead. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. A couple of technical difficulties behind the scenes in the last few hours. In fact... I know the show before us, JR Sports Brief, David Shepard running the board and producing that show, where producer Jay is now. He had a computer system freeze up on him and die, and apparently it just ha- happened to Jay. 
I'm going to tell on Jay, though, because this is funny, and he's going to get mad at me. I already know it. So I said to him earlier, we were prepping the show, hey, Jay, the computer just froze. Burley, which is what our system is called. Burley just froze. And he walked into the control room and he said, oh, that's no big deal. No problem. <laughs> it just happened again. <laughs> Misunderstood the... Uh... Situation. Yes. yes, you did. You delivered an assessment, even though everything had frozen. You weren't quite sure what we were talking about, I guess. But yes, uh, it's clear the computer is having an issue tonight. Out of memory, just got a... No way. Are you serious? I swear to you. I, everything just froze. The whole thing just shut off. And now something popped Where up. Where is says, David? Out I would, of memory. I wonder, if, I wonder if David got the same message earlier. I'm, I have to ask him that, actually. Hey, I feel like we should probably call the engineering department. Oh, if only anyone oh. was here at this time. No. Nope, that's not a possibility. So let's hope. Well, do we know what happened last time this this became a problem? Let's ask him. Hey, David. <laughs> I feel like that. I think the show is on out there. So if he's paying any attention whatsoever, he should hear it. David Shepard. <laughs> we need to know how he got the computer to work again because clearly, don't you have some kind of an intercom system in there? Not yep. to the newsroom. That'd be cool, though. Oh, I are you sure? So I feel like I've seen guys use it before. From in the studio Wait, to the hold, newsroom? Hold I never learned that okay, one. Just talk amongst yourselves. Hold on one second. I'll be right back. We're just going to try to get David Shepard in here because he has gone with this issue. So we'll see if he can bring anything to the table to help us out here. He was having a conversation, but he's on his way in. And so is Marco Belletti. So don't worry. It's all hands on deck. David, no, no, producer Jay needs you. Producer Jay, he needs you. Desperately needs you. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, David, what happened when the computer froze up during your show? Apparently, we just got a message, Marco, on the computer that says, memory is full. Out of memory. Oh, sorry, out of memory. As in the message you get on your phone when you can no longer take pictures or video or anything like that because there's no more room at the inn? Yeah, we need some You need to turn on your microphone, actually. I did. Oh, huh. Well, all hell is breaking loose. I was going to say, so now the board's busted, too. How about that? <laughs> no, no, don't yeah. freak out, Jay. He may yeah. smile during all of this, but I can I can see the stress emanating well, right now. Uh, apparently, we need some more no gigs stress. now. Is that is that what it is? We need some <laughs> we need, gigs in we the need Burley? Some gigs. I need some new gigs. Do you need some new gigs? Wow, that's no memory, a, eh? We need a new memory card. <laughs> you, you see the serious faces back there. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you can laugh at him. It'd be, it would be wrong oh. if I did, so. Oh, gosh. So, anyway, just for fun, just for kicks and giggles, um, I know that we, uh, we can't at this point play it because we don't have any system. But when Christian Pulisic explained what did not happen to him in mm -hmm. the wake of his goal against Iran, did you laugh? Is that a thing boys laugh at? Sorry, you're you're a male. Is that a thing males laugh at? <laughs> not a boy. I mean, when it happened, do we laugh at it? I mean, yeah, as long as so it's not to us. So you don't believe him? Uh, I mean, I guess to a point, but like, I don't really know exactly. He didn't really clarify... He said a pelvic contusion is a pelvic yeah, contusion. What the hell is that? Well, he said it's a pelvic contusion. Wait, my favorite part is when I think it was Greg Berhalter. It's not a euphemism, Greg. That was, 
yeah. I mean, he spoke to the reporter and he said, it's not a euphemism, Greg. <laughs> I, I guess, uh, you know, he got hit by the bone, I, I guess. And that's that's the, the bruise that's there. I'm sure that would be painful. <laughs> Glad it's not me. Well, OK, I'm going to tell you a story from when I was a kid and I'm going to explain how I know what a pelvic contusion is. Right. Ready? Right. I'll be very, I'll be careful what I say. When yeah, I, we have no system, right, no when, memory. When I so so we can't dump. We anything. may not be able to. Oh, you never know. The good know. news is though that means no podcast. It can't record anything. So instead, mm, okay, <laughs> the story is just gonna fly off into the <laughs> nether sphere. When I was a kid, I had a hammer. I was for fun. My brother and I were hammering nails into a board, and then we were pulling the nails out to see how you know the other side of the hammerhead worked. Right. What I did not realize is that sometimes when you're pulling the nail out, the nail will catch only to, as you tug at it harder, you'll, you know, obviously the hammer's weighted. It it pulls back and could hit you. So, mm-hmm. again, I was probably in third grade. For some dumb reason, I have the hammer between my legs. So I'm kneeling and the hammer is, I'm, I'm pulling back on the hammer between my legs and the, the nail's not releasing. It's not coming out of the board. And so I pull and I pull as hard as a third grader can. And all of a sudden, the nail gives way. And the butt of the hammer smacks me between the legs on the bone. The, and I got a pelvic contusion. I'm telling you, that hurts so bad that I could not walk. This is a third grader. So I'm, I, I know because the hammer, like I said, the butt of the hammer struck me really hard on the bone and it was extremely painful. So I feel as though while we don't have the same gear there that mm-hmm. I can empathize with Christian Pulisic. All right. Something hit him in the a bone. <laughs> um now my uh my question now would be uh and again I'm not a soccer player by any stretch nor would I be able to run around uh, oh, that'd be so fun, though. Is this going to be an issue? It's 90 minutes. Right. We're not talking about like, oh, well, you know, he needs to be able to move. He does. Freely. He does. And he needs to be able to give it everything he's got. He said that when he came back on the pitch, so they didn't sub for him. The trainers were attending to him. He said, okay, I'm going to stay on the field uh, as long as I can. And he says he was running around, but he said he he had almost no go, no get up and right, go, right. no energy at all because he was in – a lot of pain. And so he's working toward getting back on the field. I just don't know how long a pelvic contusion causes pain. I don't know either. And I would say too, and then, then it becomes strategic for the U S do you start him on the bench and use him as one of your subs? See, I'd do rather have get 45 minutes of all, I was going to say balls to the wall, but that's not really, that's, <laughs> that's not I thought fair. you were going there. That's why I, I kind of slowed down. Sorry, there. Christian. Um, I was going to say like 150% of him at, for one half rather than him only going half speed for an entire Again, game. that's strategic though, because then you're taking him off the field for the end, for a good portion of the game yes. where the game could be decided. Do you try to roll the dice and see if maybe you can get 40 or 50 minutes out of whatever, and then try to see if you can bring him off the bench to see if you can get a spark. Maybe, except the Netherlands is a very high-scoring team. Mm-hmm. They're prolific offensively. Mm-hmm. And if you fall behind by three goals, you, I don't think Well, let's US be fair. Team, you're falling behind by three goals. You're losing regardless. Right, which is why they need, I think they need the attack in the first half 
so that they can do what they did against England, which was after the initial stages, dominate the possession and really create some shots and some traffic in front of the net, similar to the Netherlands. Because again, if you give them the ball, they're they're going to score. It could be, like I said, yeah. and that's why it's the the strategic aspect of it. If he's not able to play a full game, if he's able to play the full game and you're not worried about it, then it's a different story. Then you're just mm. playing the regular way you play mm. and doing whatever substitution you feel right at the time and depending on what the score is, depending on what's going on. That's flow of the game. That's different. Um, but if you think he's if you think he's hampered and he can only go 40 or 50 minutes roughly and you don't think he can go the full game, that's a legitimate question. What do you First do? First or second half. I feel like against the Netherlands, a team that good – you could be out of it if he doesn't play in the first half. So you got to put him you out could. there. And as you could also look at it the go. other way of buying as much time as you can before you give it everything you got. But you could be down three goals before you know it. Yeah, I mean, you could be. You could also be scoreless when he comes out of the game. Oh, and I don't think you could. You have no idea how it's going to go. This is the Netherlands. This is not Iran. I don't think you can screw with that. Again, it's not like you're you're taking it lightly. It's just the idea of do you want him on the field when the game's going to be decided in the second half, do you want him on the field in the beginning part of the game? Hmm. I, again, I'm not saying one is right or wrong. It depends on, you know, uh, there's two things. One, you got to see how healthy he is. He's healthy. Yes. This is a moot point. Yes. If he's not healthy, it it's just the idea of how you go about it and what your strategy is. Because you don't, you don't really know. I don't know what their strategy is going to be going in. Mm. To lose your best player would certainly be a blow. That would cause many people to have pelvic contusions. I'm just saying it's possible. I, I tell you my story so that you know it is actually possible to have a pelvic contusion. Uh, I believe it. I, I just, like I said, I luckily, that's not one that I've had. That's uh, I don't want that one. I'm good. I don't want that one. Really quickly, let's now. I, apparently, our system has found some more memory, or it's running for now. This makes me really nervous. Let's try just for fun hearing from Christian Pulisic about the injury, which was the last cut we put in there, Jay. This might be too much information, but like, yes. can you tell us what exactly like you were feeling when you woke up the next morning after the game, for example, and what exactly a pelvic contusion is? Um, <laughs> yeah. Everyone giggles. I mean, it's a, a pelvic contusion, you know. Um, it's, it's not a euphemism, Henry. It's what it sounds like. <laughs> no, but at the same time, it's not. Like, I didn't get like hit in the balls, but like, it was, it's not like oh, I, I'm all right. I'm all right. It was very painful, and it it just, you know, that bone is there for a reason to protect you. I think, and I I, I hit it well, and uh, it was sore. But uh, like I said, I'm getting better. So see, the bone there to protect you for a reason. <laughs> Marco's face. I'm so glad you can't see Marco's face. I can barely look at Marco's face right now. <laughs> it's there to protect you. I mean, questions got to be asked. Answers got to be there, but. I'm so glad I, I'm not I, I got to be fair, buddy. I don't need to know about your boys. Like, I just, I don't, I don't want to know. I didn't get, like, hit in the balls. Okay, we don't need to hear it again. The thing is, that's a Gen Z thing. Like, you, there are generations my my grandparents, first of all, didn't use that word. Probably my uh, my mom's generation, they would never say that in public. And now it's become like, eh, common vernacular. He just used it in a press conference as being aired to the entire world. But yeah, it's okay. That's a generational thing. You're right. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't use it. My mom would be embarrassed by the word. In fact, I was. I was trying to say it out in the newsroom, you know, and I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't actually speak it out loud. Yeah, I... Okay. 
I don't know if that's generational. I, I, oh, it's I, just I, me then. He's just saying it's no, me. It, uh, no. <laughs> Some people are more comfortable with that yeah, than others. Not in mixed company. I'm okay. <laughs> Real classy. I When I use that word, it's because I'm actually talking about golf balls, footballs, softballs, hardballs, footballs, <laughs> basketballs. <laughs> Okay, we're taking a break here. Mm-hmm. I've I've mm-hmm. I've done my job. We we got the point across. It's the dark side. Embrace it. Pelvic contusion. The bone is there for a reason. Pass. <laughs> you are listening to the After Hours podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray. <laughs> That's just a matter of the fact. You think Cliff Kingsbury may be the scapegoat in regards to their struggles? Ain't no maybe. He will. He will be. Yeah, yeah he will be. Uh-huh. He will be. And the crazy thing about it, the guy who hired him will still have a job. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. The voice of Patrick Peterson. Kyler Murray doesn't care about anything but Kyler Murray. And furthermore, the former Arizona Cardinals teammate and cornerback, one of the best in the league, believes that Cliff Kingsbury will end up getting the boot as the fall guy. Hills, he'll, his job, he'll be held accountable with his job, but not the ones who hired him. Or in the case of Kyler Murray, certainly not the quarterback who, to this point, has been coupled with him. Or that relationship has definitely taken some hits. Made a lot of waves over the past 24 hours. Those comments by Patrick and his podcast co-host, Bryant McFadden. All Things Covered is their podcast. And Bryant's here on the show every couple of months. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. When Patrick was in front of the other microphones on Thursday, seemingly to talk about Jets and Vikings this weekend, instead he was asked about his comments. Again, that Kyler only cares about Kyler. Tried to clarify. I don't have any beef with Kyler Murray because they was like, oh, Patrick blatantly disrespected Kyler. I didn't do that. You know, what I meant by my comment was when you're a franchise quarterback, you have to carry yourself a certain way. So if you're having bad body language, pouting, moping on the sideline, what type of energy do you think that, that feeds off to your teammates? That's what I meant about Kyler cares. He's caring about himself because he's not putting the team first. You know, when you make a bad throw, you're coming off the side, you're coming off to the sideline, you're dropping your shoulders. 
how you think the defense feel? If, 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 if our starting quarterback don't have any energy, no fire, that we can win this game, how can we? So that's what I meant about, about Kyler caring about Kyler. I didn't mean that in no disrespect, any fashion or form. None? And I might not be his mentor, but these are the things, tips that I think that it can help him be, you know, a better football player in the long run. Patrick Peterson is definitely a, a veteran. He's definitely seen a lot of football and a lot of locker room relationships. He's seen a lot of body language on the field. And I appreciate his passion. I don't think I buy the explanation, though. He said, by telling the world that Kyler doesn't care about anything but Kyler. Can we hear that one more time just so I can remember exactly how he phrased it, Jay? Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray. <laughs> That's just right. a matter of the fact. Now, he says he was referring to the body language. To be fair, there are people pointing out that Kyler's body language stinks. Jay said that to me last week, that he's whining all the time. And he looks like he's upset and... Pouty internalizing. Yeah, he definitely is pouty. And so that's the point that Patrick Peterson was making, though I'm not sure he made that point clearly on his podcast. He also says he has tried to reach out to his former teammate. I did get his number from an ex-teammate. I texted him. Okay. He didn't reply to the text. I don't know if that's his number or whatever the case may be. <laughs> but, you know, but I, I do look forward to talking to him, you know, because I see a ton of talent in him. And that those mannerisms you know, are alarming. And I'm just saying something that most people may be afraid to tell them. If I'm Kyler, I'm probably not taking him up on that offer right now. But I will say this. Sometimes we learn the most from people who are willing to tell us what we don't want to hear. There is such a thing as constructive criticism. There's also such a thing as tough love. And while I don't know that Peterson came across as though he was putting Kyler's best interest first. It didn't sound like he was on Kyler's side. The fact that he's now having to answer questions about it, trying to clarify. And he tr- did try to reach out to Kyler. There's an opportunity there. Kyler needs people in his life who will tell him what he doesn't want to hear. I mean, we know he's surrounded by an agent and other people in his camp, his team, who have filled his head full of, you're worth this much money. The team doesn't think you're worth that much money. We're going to go ahead and put a social media post out there about how the team is not negotiating in good faith and not treating you the way that you deserve. Yeah, it's a good idea to scrub anything about the Cardinals from all your social media because, you know, that's just what 24-year-olds do. Yell at your coach. That's okay, too. I w- I'm not on the football field, and I'm not in that type of a high-octane, high-emotional, high-energy environment most of the time. I would say there are moments where all hell is breaking loose here, but I 
I, I think at the very least, Kyler needs to look at his leadership from someone else's lens. He needs to see it the way that other people see it and not just through his own eyes. Peterson goes on to say he's just pointing out the obvious, that people are noticing this about Kyler and starting to speak about it. He's not the only one. Maybe this is an opportunity for Kyler to hear that. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.